Address to the Inhabitants of Olney by John Newton. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. My dear friends, every person in the parish has a place in my heart and prayers, but I cannot speak to each of you singly. Yet I am desirous to give full proof that I watch for the welfare of your souls, and likewise, if it be possible, to have a witness in every conscience that none may plead ignorance of those things which it highly concerns them to know. I hope you will receive this paper in good part as a token of my love, and read it with attention. The great God, who appoints to all the children of men the bounds of their habitation, has been pleased to fix yours in a place favoured with the light of the gospel this is a great and distinguishing privilege in itself but it may be abused and if it is will aggravate your guilt and condemnation jesus christ crucified is preached among you the foundation which god himself has provided whereon poor sinners may build their eternal hope is set before you you are warned of the evil of sin of the wrath of god denounced against transgressors and of the impossibility of being saved without that faith which being of the operation of god purifies the heart and works by love and the great blessings of life and immortality pardon justification adoption holiness perseverance and eternal glory are preached amongst you as the sure and inseparable effects of a living faith in the son of god in a little time we must all give an account of our improvement to the opportunities we are favoured with this thought joined to a consideration of the state of the parish leads me to offer a word in season to each of you perhaps there is hardly a single person who will not be more or less concerned under one or other of the following particulars one if god has taught you the truths i have mentioned above if you have faith in his son jesus christ or if convinced of its necessity you are humbly and diligently seeking it in the use of the means he has appointed i may address you in the angel's language to mary hail thou that art highly favoured for if you have this faith you have the promise and earnest of everlasting life or if you account yourself but a seeker the word of the living god is engaged for your success for he has said those who seek shall find i am persuaded that you will readily receive the word of exhortation you are called with a high and holy calling watch and pray therefore that you may be preserved from the snares of the world and the devices of satan that no errors in judgment no sinful indulgence in practice nothing contrary to the spirituality love gentleness and patience which becomes the gospel of christ may defile your conscience rob you of your comfort or cause the way of truth to be evil spoken of through your miscarriage you are called out of darkness into marvellous light that by your profession god may be glorified therefore keep close to his word as your rule be constant in your application at the throne of grace attend diligently upon his public ordinances that thus by waiting upon the lord your strength may be renewed and your light may shine before men to his praise that justice truth fidelity sobriety and diligence may adorn the exercise of your ordinary calling and that you may fill up your relation in life as a master or servant a husband or a wife a parent or a child in such a manner as may and will be expected from one who has tasted that the lord is gracious beware of a worldly or selfish a proud peevish or passionate spirit if you give way to any of these evils you will walk uncomfortably yourself you will grieve or discourage others and you will open the mouths of the wicked to blaspheme that worthy name by which you are called two but if you are one of those who account the gospel of christ a burden and can hardly be brought to give it a patient hearing what can i say to you 
you are already prejudiced against all i can offer and perhaps account me an enemy because i tell you the truth yet i would fain persuade you of my good will i have no complaint to make of you upon my account having received no personal incivility even from those who are dissatisfied with my ministry though you are unwilling to hear me from the pulpit yet let me expostulate a minute with you in this way if i cannot prove my doctrine by the scripture and even by the articles and public offices of my own church you have reason to be displeased with me but why will you venture to reject what you must confess may at least possibly be the truth i am sure you cannot disprove the general subjects of my ministry not even to the satisfaction of your own minds if you will sit leisurely down and examine them by the new testament it is indeed easy to turn off the inquiry with a laugh while you are in health and good spirits but if you can remember a time when you have been sick and apprehensive of the approach of death probably you then felt your confidence fail and was not so sure of the safety of your state as you once thought yourself such a time will come again if you should not be cut off by a sudden stroke or visited with some illness which may deprive you of your senses which god forbid should be the case you must again be brought within the view of death you must experience that untried moment and render up your soul to the tribunal of god oh then beware of resting your eternal hopes upon any less authority than his word you may now be supposed by the names and examples of men but no teacher or friend or favourite author can or will stand between you and your judge you may live in a crowd but you must die alone what you think of yourself or what others may think of you is of small moment the main question is what you are in the sight of the great judge to whom all hearts are open all desires known and from whom no secrets are hidden for according to his unalterable sentence you must stand or fall to eternity alas if our gospel is true and you live and die a stranger to it it will be more tolerable in that day for those who never heard of the name of jesus than for you three there are too many people amongst us who abstain from the public worship not so much from any particular objection they have to the doctrines of the gospel as from an inconsiderate and worldly turn of mind which keeps them in a general neglect of religion i have more than once publicly lamented and testified against the shameful profanation of the lord's day in this town i am informed it was not thus some years ago but the increase of every kind of wickedness as will generally be the case where the gospel is known and despised seems breaking in upon us like a flood it is with some a day of buying and selling of slaying oxen and killing sheep others associate for drink and vain conversation to the scandal of the town the grief of all serious persons and no less in defiance to the laws of the land than to the commandments of god if i could have suppressed these enormities i would but as i have not been able to obtain assistance and concurrence sufficient to put the statutes in force i can only give notice as a minister and a watchman that for these things the wrath of god cometh on the children of disobedience if you my reader are concerned in these practices let me entreat you to consider what you are doing why will you provoke the lord to jealousy are you stronger than he if your whole dependence was upon what we call a great man you durst not wilfully and publicly disobey him and can you think it safe to trifle with the great god do you not know that your life your health the peace of your family and the success of your industry all depend upon him are you not afraid lest by openly affronting his majesty in profaning the day he has commanded to be kept holy you should provoke him to send a curse upon all your concerns and to blast your endeavours in the course of the week every rebellion against god makes our state more desperate sin being progressive 
have you never read or heard or seen that the contempt of the sabbath like a breach in the bank of a river opens the way for a long train of evils to follow how many have made a confession to this purpose at the gallows and how many families may be found that are as full of misery dissension and confusion throughout the week as they are destitute of the fear and worship of god on the lord's day alas i shall tremble for you if you do not lay this admonition to heart i shall fear lest you provoke the lord to give you up to a reprobate mind or lest in the course of his providence he should set some mark upon you to teach others by your example that it is a dreadful thing to sin against the light but though his patience should bear with you to the last and you to the last should despise it yet death will finally summon you to judgment unless by his grace you are brought to repentance though you may say peace peace to yourself suddenly destruction will then come upon you and you shall not be able to escape if you are one of those who do not wholly neglect the public worship of god but accustom yourself to attend only once in the day give me leave to ask you or rather to desire you would ask your own conscience whether you have a sufficient excuse for not attending twice i know the circumstances of many families such as sickness young children etc will necessarily confine some people at home but a due allowance for these impediments will by no means account for the great difference between our congregations in the morning and in the afternoon of the same day now if you have not a lawful hindrance to plead consider whether the same reasons that require your presence at the public worship once are not equally strong for your being there both parts of the day why do you go at all is it not to join with others in paying homage to the great god but by doing this once only where opportunity and the example of others invite you twice you contradict yourself and act as if you thought it was sometimes your duty to join in worship and sometimes not worth your while or do you go with a hope of receiving good for your souls why then should you at any time be willing to stay away perhaps the opportunity you miss might have been made peculiarly useful to you at least the lord may justly punish your frequent neglect by withholding his blessing when you do attend and this may be one reason why you have heard so long to so little purpose for it is with grief i observe how generally the word of god is disregarded amongst us though few can plead ignorance of his will the scripture denounces a woe against them who are mighty to drink strong drink and against him who urges strong drink upon his neighbour to put him to shame the scripture declares every one that sweareth shall be cut off with a curse these threatenings are frequently repeated in the ears of those who have not entirely cast off the very form of religion yet i fear intemperance riot and profaneness visibly gain strength from year to year if you will go on in these practices yet remember i this day take god and your consciences to witness that i am pure of your blood as i have forewarned you before so i tell you again the wrath of god hangs over you except you repent you will surely perish and it will be a great aggravation if you perish with your eyes open think i beseech you before it is too late of that awful passage if there be among you a root that beareth gall and wormwood and it come to pass when he heareth the words of this curse that he bless himself in his heart saying i shall have peace though i walk in the imaginations of my heart to add drunkenness to thirst the lord will not spare him but the anger of the lord and his jealousy shall smoke against that man and all the curses that are written in this book shall lie upon him and the lord shall blot out his name from under heaven there is one sin too frequent in the parish which upon this occasion i think it especially necessary to mention st paul assures us agreeable to many other passages of scripture that whoremongers and adulterers god will judge 
adultery which implies a breach of the marriage contract is so dreadful so irreparable an evil and as such condemned even by the heathens who know not god that i would hope none of you are chargeable with it if you are however you may conceal your wickedness from your fellow-creatures you cannot hide it from god his eye is upon you and his justice will surely overtake you indeed if he is pleased to give you faith in the name of jesus and a sincere repentance for your crimes there is yet hope for the blood of christ cleanseth from all sin otherwise i testify to you from his word you shall surely perish he who said thou shalt not commit adultery will not hold you guiltless in the day of his wrath but the apostle joins whoredom with adultery and has expressly inserted fornication in the black list of those sins which will certainly exclude from a place in the kingdom of god if you have been guilty may the lord fix a sense of your sin upon your conscience while you are reading that you may not think it a light matter but may instantly humble yourself before him and flee to the refuge provided for helpless sinners in the gospel if by his restraining grace and providence you have been hitherto preserved from this iniquity you have reason to praise him and oh pray to him i speak more especially to young persons that you may be enabled to abstain from fleshly lusts which war against your soul it is your duty and interest to flee from this hateful evil and to watch against the temptations which lead to it as you would avoid a pestilence by complying with it you hazard all your peace and comfort in this life as well as sin against the great god if a criminal intercourse between single persons does not issue in marriage a long train of mischiefs is the usual consequence shame remorse misery and very often total ruin especially on the woman's part and even if the parties are afterwards married though the frequency of such cases may lessen the scandal in the sight of men the sin committed against god remains the same and an occasion is opened for such reflections and suspicions as frequently embitter the peace and destroy the confidence and affection in which they might otherwise have lived five i observe likewise with concern a spirit of open impiety and infidelity spreading among some persons they are bold to proclaim their sin as sodom they cannot be content with the practice of wickedness or with tempting others to partake of their evil deeds but they are prompted to scoff at the truths of the gospel and to ridicule and revile those who will not run with them into the same excess of riot if any one of this unhappy turn should read this paper i would take the opportunity to tell you that i pity you and pray for you i well know the gall and wormwood of your state for it was once my own i cannot be surprised at anything you say or do you sin against the light and this makes you desperate it is hard to kick against the pricks i can tell you from my own past experience that your heart and your language do not always agree you are sometimes constrained to reverence the people you affect to despise and often when you boast of jollity and pleasure you feel something within that makes you wish you could change conditions with a sheep or a dog i doubt not but you understand what i mean why then should you remain in this miserable bondage when there is one able to set you free perhaps you have concluded that you have gone too far to stop that you have sinned with too high a hand to be forgiven a secret despair of this kind is satan's great engine by which he hurries many sinners to the most dreadful extravagancies but may i not allege my own case for your encouragement against such a conclusion you have probably heard that i was once a persecutor a blasphemer and injurious i was so indeed to a degree i cannot express but i obtained mercy the exceeding abundant grace of our lord jesus christ brought me out of that dreadful state and in his providence he has placed me amongst you that if i only pass you in the street you may have a proof before your eyes of his gracious declaration that all manner of sin and blasphemy shall be forgiven to men for the son of man's sake there is forgiveness with him that he may be feared 
oh that i could prevail with you to seek him while he is to be found to submit to him before the gate of mercy is quite shut then i am sure iniquity should not be your ruin for he is able to save to the uttermost all that come unto god by him at least let me give you one caution do not make the scripture or the people who love it the subjects of your wanton mirth be not a mocker lest your bands be made strong a common proverb says it is ill jesting with edged tools i am sure it may be applied in the present case if the cause you despise is the cause of god it will be a dreadful thing to be found fighting against him six there remains a considerable number to whom i have not spoken who may know they are not believers yet are tolerably regular in their attendance upon the means of grace and are not habitually guilty of gross and open sins i commend you for your readiness to hear the gospel and rejoice that it has some influence upon your conduct but i would caution you against resting in outward privileges or thinking yourself safe because you have escaped the abominations in which you see some others live there are other sins which though not so heinous in the judgment of man are sufficient to ruin the soul if you love the world the love of the father is not in you to be carnally minded is death covetousness is idolatry if you are under the prevailing power of passion pride and resentment you are strangers to the grace of god in a word if you have not the spirit of christ you are none of his a form of godliness without the power will leave you helpless and hopeless can you be content to be no more than chaff amongst the wheat to converse and worship with the people of god for a season here and then to be separated from them forever if you should see those whom you know and love your friends and relatives received into the kingdom at last and you yourself shut out how awful will your disappointment be may the lord awaken you to a diligent search into your own hearts and into his holy word and not suffer you to take up with anything short of a real and saving change look to jesus the author and finisher of faith who is exalted to be a prince and a saviour to give repentance and pardon life and immortality and remember you have his faithful promise him that cometh unto me i will in no wise cast out i can truly say my dear friends that my heart's desire and prayer to god for you is that you may be saved as some i fear have hitherto heard in vain and some will not hear me at all i have chosen this method to address you all i hope none will be offended for i would not willingly offend a child i hope i can appeal to yourselves that god has given me a desire to live peaceably with all men and to the utmost of my power to promote your welfare i seek not yours but you in a little time we must all appear before the judgment seat of christ therefore i must give an account of my ministry and you must account for the privileges with which you have been favoured when i think of the solemnities of that day and the worth of your immortal souls i am at a loss for words suitable to my desires on your behalf i beseech you by the tender mercies of our god i warn you by his approaching terrors that you receive not this grace of god in a preached gospel in vain and though i cannot expect to prevail on you all yet i write in hope that a blessing from the lord will make the reading of this paper useful to some and if it be so even to one person i ought to esteem it an overpayment for the labour of my whole life and now i commend you to god to the word of his grace and to the teaching of his spirit i make it my earnest request to the favoured few who know the lord and have received the spirit of prayer that in your supplications at the throne of grace you will frequently bear in remembrance your affectionate friend and servant in the gospel of christ john newton end of address to the inhabitants of olney by john newton